0: Wildlife Photography with the Olympus Mirrorless System. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry and I'm from WildEye. And I'm quite excited. Right, let me let me just start there. The for the last five five years or so, I've been shooting with Olympus. Now My journey into mirrorless started way back. I was in Svalbard, and one of my clients was shooting a Leica mirrorless at the time. It wasn't necessarily amazing for what we were doing, but still, some of the features and stuff was like, wow. And we spoke about it and how it's going to be the future. This is 2015 somewhere. So I came back to South Africa. I started looking around. I got hold of Fujifilm South Africa, and on one of my following trips to South Luangua, I used, I think it was the XT2 at the time. Image quality was lovely, but I found it ergonomically, ergonomically for me not very friendly. It just didn't feel right from a wildlife point of view. Maybe for street and travel photography, that's great, but it didn't feel right in my hands, personal opinion. And then somehow along the line, Olympus South Africa got a hold of me on Twitter at the, at the time. I'm still on Twitter a little bit, but they said, hey, do you want to try this? So anyway, I met with Gareth from Olympus and they gave me the Olympus EM1 Mark II. At the time, it was the flagship. Right, and a 40-150 2.8 lens, which, because of the four-thirds system, so it's a smaller sensor, which doubles the effective focal range. So the 40-150 2.8 becomes an 80-300 to 300 2.8. Not going to get too technical, just that's what's important for now. Anyway, so I went and I shot this little camera and this little lens next to a Nikon D5, was it D4 or D5 at the time? whatever the flagship was, and a 200 to 400 Nikon. When I got back, I downloaded everything into my Lightroom and I specifically didn't look at the camera, I just processed, and eventually I ended up with about 167, if I remember correct, images, of which 120 something was from the Olympus. I was intrigued, but still, there was this back of my mind like this mirrorless thing, I'm not sure, what about the four four third sensor? Now, fast forward to today, 2nd of March, 2022. I am 100% invested and committed to the Olympus system as of now. Why? I have shot the Olympus mirrorless system in wildlife situations from the North Pole, Svalbard, all the way down to rainforests throughout every single part of Africa. I've shot Northern Lights, I've shot ice caves, I've shot polar bears, lions, and orangutans. And I can think of possibly one one situation out of all of those where i felt i was left wanting now this was in borneo in 2018 where we were shooting gibbons now gibbons are totally arboreal they never come onto the floor they live in the trees only and they move like crazy they swing through the forest tops now you photographing up at a sky which is bright behind them it was challenging not impossible challenging that was the only time back then where I thought, yo, I wish I had more focus points, or I wish the the, the autofocus system was faster. Then I got the EM1X and it felt I haven't been back to Borneo, but I've pushed it further than what I have in the past. Now, the reason I'm excited to come back is the OM system, OM1 Mirrorless camera. Now, this is the upgrade from the EM1 Mark II, the Olympus EM1 Mark II, but they've rebranded to OM system cameras. OM1 mirrorless camera. Now, on this new camera, it's dual branded. There's OM1 and Olympus on this camera. And at the bottom corner, it says OM systems. Now, I am gonna be speaking to Gareth Fisher, who's the sales and marketing manager for uh, Olympus South Africa, in detail about this camera. He's trying to get hold of one for me so I can put this thing to use. But looking through the specs on this thing, I cannot wait to get my hands on it. It's an upgrade in every sense of the world. It's more chunky so it holds a bit better but it's still small. It has I mean I'm just looking through the details on the website here. And some of the features on the BNH website, a 20 megapixel stacked BSI live MOS MFT sensor, 10 frames per second shooting up to 120 frames per second shooting. Yeah, figure that out. 4K video, the cross quad pixel phase detection autofocus. Uh, five axis in body stabilization. Now, I have tried a lot of cameras. I haven't had image stability like any, any other camera like this one, ever, right? A three-inch triple screen, high-res shots, live ND composite modes. It does in-camera focus stacking, things like this, um, dual card slots. So it's got everything that you could want as a wildlife photographer and then more. My big thing as well is the way that the Olympus cameras are weather-sealed. Now, a lot of cameras are, are splash-proof. You can like have it in rain and stuff. I fell into the Arctic Ocean. I fell through ice in Svalbard. I had my camera around my neck. I fell in. I put my arms to the side. I was in the water. The thing was underwater with me for about, it must have been underwater about three, four seconds before I was pulled out, right? Literally turned it on, took a picture, great. No hassles. I washed it off under cold water when I got back to the ship just to get rid of the salt, But these things are weather-sealed like nothing else. And if you're shooting wildlife photography, things like dust storms, rain, you don't want to be putting your camera away then. Surely not. So initially, I had a lot of questions and kind of, I want to almost call it doubts, but not really doubts in the back of my mind as to does this really work? Can this really do what it says it can? And after five years of shooting this thing full-time on every trip, I'm all in. There's nothing I want more. And now here's the kicker to me. The size of the mirrorless system, of the 4 system, has made travel pleasurable again. It's made it fun again. I literally, about uh, I'm, I'm confirmed, two, three weeks ago, I bought a new camera bag from Olympus, which it has got, got a cool mount, like a lens mount built into it. It's really nice. But I can fit all of those things in, and it is smaller by half than my, cam- my, 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 my laptop bag. It's an over-the-shoulder sling, and in that bag I have two bodies, the charger, and then I cover from 14mm 28 all the way up to 600mm f4, if I look at the the multiplication factor, yes? And then I've got a, a, what's it called, a teleconverter in there as well, 1.4, which will extend it even more. To be able to travel that light, and to be able to photograph anything, anything. Now, I've had people say, yeah, no, but the image quality, that's bullshit. People have said, yes, but the ISO, yes, in some of the previous models, the ISO might have been a bit of a challenge. This has been upgraded in every single model so far. And I have shot usable images, very, very publishable, if I were to go that route, of up to 8,000 ISO. Yeah, that's nothing to be laughed at. And now let's be real. For the majority of people listening to this, for the majority of people listening to this why do you need 50 megapixels you posting on instagram really i just i think we have to reassess and reboot the way that we think about photographic gear because in the past it was always and as a photographic uh, journey for most of us you start with a kit lens 1855 then the 70 to 300 which is also a kit lens then you think shit i need more you buy a 100 400 then eventually you start renting a 500 and 600 because bigger is better, I'm gonna get more zoom and I can get better shots. But if your evolution as a photographer keeps going, you should start pulling back from those big lenses and going back to 300, 7200, 2470, shooting the same subjects because now you're starting to speak composition. Guys, you can obviously hear I'm quite excited about this, but I cannot tell you how easy my travel has been. Up to places like Svalbard, I don't have to have a monster camera bag and a 600 lens to try and get on and off planes. It's a ball ache. It's terrible. Yeah? And now with this new, I'm like, this is the first camera. I haven't bought a camera in a while. I'm privileged that I have people like Olympus South Africa kind of supporting me and vice versa, and that I can get my hands on these things. This is the first camera in a very long time I would actually want to buy that I would put money down for because of what I've experienced from the brand the image quality I get out of the brand and and and, I think the comparison game will always end badly because if you look for negative things about something, you will find that it's the negativity bias. Yeah. So people looking at the system is like, oh no, it's a fourth third system. It's not full frame. Uh, yes, John, but you only post on Instagram. Yeah, but but uh, the 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 lens is is not great because it's so small. No, you idiot. Do the math. Look at what it is. So. From a practical point of view, if you are looking to get into wildlife photography and you want a great system, which is getting better all the time with the new R&D going in, and you want to travel easily, and trust me, that's a huge thing. Look at the OM-1 brand new mirrorless camera and the lenses. Now, the latest lens that, I'm just gonna punch this in so I can give you the exact Um, exact specs on this thing. I haven't been able to get my hands on one because of, there it is. It is the, I think it's the Olympus 100 to 400 5.6 with a built-in converter, which becomes 200 to 800 plus a converter. Handheld. Handheld. Now, I haven't been able to get my hands on one uh, olympus of africa is trying to get some because of the stock it's been such a win these things have been running that's something like that a 200 to 800 handheld for wildlife photography for the experience of wildlife photography for easy travel it is amazing so then let's just backtrack to, to iceland in well june last year and in january last year i try to get some filters for the um, for my my, my my Olympus lenses, because I wanted to look at a proper landscape kit. I'm just typing in something here, and the challenge was my seven to fourteen, which is the fourteen to twenty eight two point eight. It's a bubble lens, so it's got a little fish thing happening. You couldn't put a filter on that, which is a problem. The next one down is the twenty four, is the twelve to forty, which becomes a twenty four to eighty two point eight. That has got a small a filter ring where you, can st- where you can screw stuff on. But I want it to be wider. So, long story short, one of the newest, well, newer lenses as well that Olympus has, has released is the 8 to 25 f4 Pro lens. Now, this thing is amazing in that it becomes a 16 to 50mm and an aperture from 4 to 22. And you can, it's got a 72mm filter where you can screw on something like the Nisi system, which I'm buying now. That combination, I'm going to crush in Iceland a couple of months from now. So if you want a camera system for wildlife photography, but even more than that, I'm looking this weekend to go to a market or two. To carry a small camera with that quality, with all those functionality, and being small enough not to be this big thing, is golden. Guys, bigger isn't always better, regardless of what anybody tells you. You need to look at what you need. I see so many people, older people coming on safari and they're tracking along this big fucking lens which is weighing them down. They can hardly hold it up when they see a cool lion sighting but that's what's the best and that is so wrong. It is so wrong. Look at the mirrorless systems. Yes, Sony is mirrorless and they've got truly amazing stuff. I've shot all their cameras. It's really nice but still, the ease of use and being able to travel easily, to shoot easily. I've shot river crossings in the Mara, with one hand at 600 mil over my guess because I always stand behind. I was hanging out the car. I've got one hand on a 600. I got ridiculous shots. Look, by luck, because I wasn't really composing. But still, I could hand hold with one hand a 600 mil F4. I've been able to get shots with the, the Olympus mirrorless system from a wildlife photography point of view that I wouldn't have been able to get otherwise low angles, off to the side, whatever the case is, sticking a big lens into an area and then shooting through something. There's something to be said for that. There's something to be said for ease of use, for easy to travel. It's not just about the, 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 the file sizes. I have yet to find an image off my mirrorless system where I feel, shit, I wished I had more. Worst case scenario, you can always get something like gigapixels from Topaz and upsize it with no problem. So for me, short version, let's bring this back. I'm all in on the Olympus brand, and now this OM-1 camera, which is the changeover, right? The lenses are amazing. They're easy to use. It's very weather-sealed to the point where it's actually absurd. It's super easy to travel with. It's super easy to work. The menu systems are deep but very simple. Deep but very simple. And the overall experience of wildlife photography with this camera, I cannot over emphasize to you guys. If you have any questions, let me know. I would be more than happy to talk you through the pros and cons of every single piece of equipment that I've used. I've got all the lenses now from low down all the way up. I've just recently got a macro lens, which, holy hell, I I've, I've haven't played with it much, but the quality and the focusing distance is insane. And it's small. It's easy to manage. And I think for a lot of you, that is something you need to consider. You might be missing shots because you are not being, you are not able to hold or manage that monster lens that you think is the best. If you want to chat, let me know, guys. Again, if you have any questions, hit me up on social media, Jerry Vanavolt. I am going to be doing a podcast with Gareth from Olympus South Africa to talk about the details of some of the new kit coming out because I'm, I mean I'm super pumped and I only know half of it. And then as soon as I get my hands on it, I'll share more on my Instagram, which is Jerry Vanavolt. And yeah. I look forward to playing with my new filters on the 8 to 25 and this macro thing, which is a whole different kind of angle for me. But I want to tap into that photographic voice, that little creative voice that's been silent for too long. This new equipment's kind of making me listen to him again. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for lending me your ears. If you have questions, give me a shout and I will talk to you in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one.